0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Okay, welcome to FMLFL, I'm Milan. This is Walsh. Let's jump right in with some housekeeping. Please go ahead and give us a rate and a review on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at FMLPL. Email and rate my teams and other questions to FMLPL at gmail.com. Check out our website at FMLPL.com. We have league info, links to our team, social media, store with stickers and ringtones. A lot of sticker purchases this week, which made us extra happy. Um, (laughs) Also on the website, we post lineup lamentations every Friday. We pick our starting 11s and captains and more stuff on there. Um. Lastly, shout out top of the FMLPL table. It's a new top, but it's a longtime friend of the pod, Mitch Maynard, a.k.a. <sighs> BTSTU. Massive 93 points, breaking wow, into 500 rank worldwide.
0: Yeah, he's been an early follower, I think, of the pod. Oh, he's
1: been emailing Con- since, like, yeah, early, early pods.
0: Congrats, Mitch. Happy for you, buddy. He Brun- got the fucking Get
1: 14 in. from Brunt. Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, that's great. Yeah,
0: still has Tyus Brandon chilling out there, third on the bench like that style. Yeah,
1: why not? Huh. Um, um, all right. So that's, how'd you do? Yeah, let's go on Tyus. Um, What's going on? I did okay. Um, Seventy-five points, but I took a hit, so really seventy-one. Pretty okay, much your hit. Uh, it was a bad hit. It was Osvaldo Sanchez, so it was like fucking
0: a it, such an idiot.
1: net positive of nine thousand fucking points. <laughs> oh god!
0: Net net if positive you, of a few If you didn't keep, if you didn't do that hit, and you kept, Otsil and oh, and you kept in Austin. God. We wouldn't be potting this week. You we, would be dead. Yeah, I'd be
1: dead. Yeah, I'd be just hanging from my balcony. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so, But yeah, just like last week Pretty much I got like Six-ish points above the top 10k average Which means I just mm-hmm. kept Climbing at about the same rate I'm up like 10 or 11k From uh, last week um,
0: You're on 72
1: Yeah, I'm on 72 now Worth okay. noting in the in the pod versus pod league With Just Offside Me and you fucking fucked them None of them have Sanchez <laughs> <laughs> So they're probably <laughs> all <tough>. very sad <laughs>
0: I still don't really know who they are or what they do. I didn't never listen to their pod, so yeah, very, they're just you know I'm very divested into that thing. Friendly, friendly banter.
1: Um, okay. On the other hand, we both Captain Sanchez, which was a fucking, as you know, fuck fest, or I guess as Alexi would say, fuck fiesta. And then <laughs> I had Lee Grant coming through again as as usual, uh, clutch eight pointer, which was very very nice cost that keeps costing, and then actual every other player on my team blanked. I had three one-pointers in defense. Fucking negative one from Aguero, of course. It was just like, I mean, we had pretty similar weeks. I was just thinking about it earlier today. It's like, every bad thing that could pretty much possibly happen, like everything that me and you are rooting against, happened. The only reason we stayed afloat is because Sanchez went absolutely insane. But like, Tottenham clean. Neither of us have them. Alonso assists. Hazard goal and bones. Um, Kane, Mane, Kane. Every Spurs midfielder: Defoe, Benteke, Phillips, Laton. Like every guy that has some ownership that neither of us have scored.
0: Yeah, I mean, some weeks that's just how it is, and
1: but we have Sanchez, so we're fine.
0: Yeah, I had a similar week. I had seventy points, and. I was just so thankful I transferred in Sanchez instead of Kane because if I hadn't done, I would have been a bigger red. But I got a red. I mean, I was 16K. I'm at 18K now on 70 points this week. I was also similar to you. I had Alexis and Costa returns, and I have a blank from every single other player on my team, including a zero and obviously Aguero's negative one. So, um, I mean, I'm in a bit of a state. I already did my transfer, and we'll get there. But I'm not happy with my team right now, and I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm just not happy. I don't know. 18K is still great, but I don't like the a lot of my players and a lot of the positions that I'm in. So I think the hits are going to fly for me this week.
1: Yeah, it feels like we're both in similar situations of just like kind of teetering, like good enough to keep getting by and maybe just stay afloat, but like. Both of our defenses are fucking nightmares. We haven't gotten points from there in so long, except for Lee Grant. And I don't know. We're just not on a lot of the bandwagons that keep returning right now.
0: Yeah, so that hopefully will change, but we'll talk about our teams later. But, um, I mean, it was an exciting week. But before we get into it, we have an opening question. We haven't done one in a while uh, from Ian Kilbane. Ian says, if one of you died, would the other take over the other person's FPL team? Would you want the other one to take over your, the other one being me and you? If not, who would you want to have take it over? Or would you want the team to die with its manager?
1: Oh my God. That's <laughs> so fucking funny. <laughs> it's so good how, like, this, per- this person thinks of us as, like, making that number one priority if either of us died <laughs> it, it,
0: it, it's it's in the top five
1: yeah it's absolutely top five it's
0: definitely top five. oh
1: my god i mean well yeah there's two routes to go i mean there's like if if a player dies in fantasy it's like do you drop him or do you keep him on as like a remembrance i mean i think if you if you died i think i would maintain your account but i would be i would do my best to emulate you and not (laughs) me. Like, I wouldn't just do the same moves that I'm making because I think they're smart. I would just try and be, like, more aggro, Walsh version of myself and just be, like, I don't know. I'd probably turn into a schizo and just look myself in the mirror and just be like, what the fuck are you talking about? And just make some Walshy-type move. (laughs) Oh, God. What about you?
0: Yeah. No, I mean, there would be only one person on the planet I would ever entrust my team with, and it's you. So that's oh. a no-brainer. But in terms of me, I don't know. I mean, I would be dead, so I wouldn't know anything what's happening because when you die, nothing else happens. So that's... Uh, i will <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> just throwing that in there. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I think it's just so funny. Yeah, I mean, it's I would manage your team. Question. You would manage my team. It would be great.
1: Yeah, no, I would love to see your, like... Imitation of my team. I would want
0: to like tape up or so, like, have the screen on my monitor and I would write in like dry erase, like, Alon, 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 Alon under each person's name, even though the kits would be different. Just be like, oh, Alon's getting all these points. He's still alive. That's
1: a great fucking dedication.
0: But then if you scroll down, it's like, oh no.
1: Yeah. Okay. Let's keep going. This is too deep. I love that. Um, that's, a, that's a fucking hilarious opening question. So
0: this week, this week, I mean, there were a lot of ton scores. I saw Huge um, people scores. that had all of the the Hazard, Costa, Kane. People that got rid of Aguero two weeks ago, who got a little fucked last week. If they held steady, got rewarded this week. There were plenty of teams with like Kane, Hazard, and Sanchez. Um. A lot of big scores. Defense also, I feel like normally I've been kind of actually doing decently with defensive points, getting yeah. a couple clean sheets here and there. But everything went the wrong way for me this week for sure. I mean, I just nothing hit. I got zero from Klein. Um, a couple one-pointers. It seems like Watford. There were so, in a, in a so few state. cleans
1: this week, though.
0: Yeah, but there were still those people, you know, with the Brunt, or Brunt and Evans. Both returned. Yeah, Spurs. Spurs and Middlesbrough. Stoke.
1: They're a good fucking
0: defense. Yeah, I mean, they're A lot of great people have like,
1: Gibson and shit.
0: Yeah, at home, they're just great. They've been keeping a lot of... They have not let up a lot of goals, and that's kind of form carrying through from the championship last year. We were talking yeah. about it preseason. We were really high on their defense. Yeah, and we, I definitely. think we both had friend at the beginning, but they just started off so fucking shitty. We got rid pretty early doors because they weren't looking good. But yep. now they've definitely tightened up. But um, I think we should probably just start with Chelsea because... They turned aside Man City, even though they didn't look great. They kind of clinically finished some counters. Man City should have done better. The scoreline definitely flattered. But Chelsea have a run right now that's pretty nuts. And, I mean, going with anything less than two Chelsea players seems like sort of a little bit suicidal and a little bit too much couch hiding. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, that all makes sense to me. The problem is, I guess, if you can't really get to Hazard, like for me, for example, it would be very difficult for me to get to Hazard, what other midfield do you choose? And maybe do I just skip midfielder altogether Double. and just try and get Alonso and Aspil or something like that?
0: That's what I would go for.
1: Yeah, I mean, they have such an insane run, and they've won each straight, which is just ludicrous. But it will be interesting to see if there's a little bit of rotation and stuff. They haven't really had any injuries or need to ever rotate all year. I mean, they had Montich out this week and they had, you know, Pedro subbed off early with like a little knock, but it'll be interesting to see if like Alonso can play the most, you know, physically demanding position and th- for three games in one week and same with Moses. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they have to rest like Conte or, Give Bacheuaya a start over Costa, who kind of has been like getting all these niggly injuries at the end of a lot of games.
0: Yeah, but it's just that's time wasting dark arts. Everybody yeah, is, it is. It is. the, it's the dark oh, come arts. On. Come on.
1: But um, yeah, no. I mean, there's nothing much else to say about Chelsea. I mean, I agree. It's it's pretty urgent to load up on Chelsea as soon as you can because they're just the class of the league. I mean, there's there's a chance, like five game weeks from now, that they're just like. Destroying everyone and in first place by like double-digit points with their run.
0: Yeah, there's also a reasonable shout that Costa could have the number one point scored for a forward, Hazard number one point scored for a mid, and two or three Chelsea defenders top three point scored for defense. I mean,
1: yeah, that's they, that's real. Yeah,
0: they weren't only keeping clean sheets in that run; they weren't even letting up shots on target or touches in the box. I mean. I don't think doubling their defense is a risky move at all. and I think for you, like you're saying, if you can stretch your 5 or 5-5 five five defenders up to the 6-2 range right now and get David Luiz and Alonso or something, doing that and then hiding behind with Hazard and hoping maybe you're covering those points a little bit with uh, with the extra clean sheet since most people have that one Chelsea defender, seems like a good tactic and... One thing with Hazard, I mean, we talked about him at length the last couple weeks, but with the Aguero ban out for four games, so many more teams are buying Hazard because all of a sudden, so much money's available to have Alexis and Hazard. So. I mean, the goal he scored was well taken, obviously, but it was such a fucking piece of shit. Just like city throwing everything in the kitchen sink with that high line. He just got behind it. I mean, and
1: that was the worst was thing ever for us.
0: For us, it was bad, but I mean, it, it put up nine for him, which is a tidy score any day of the week. And then home West Brom, then a couple goodaways, and a couple homes. It, it's, it's with his ownership continuing to climb. It's really difficult for me to ignore that. Um, I was, however, thinking a little bit about KDB as a differential punt instead of Hazard, but I kind of reasoned myself into thinking it was too stupid and a step too far.
1: Yeah, you just can't. Just because of where he's I'm ranked. Not nailed.
0: Yeah, he's still not terribly nailed, but I still think he's going to maybe get some false nine shots. I don't know. He was ticking so nicely when Aguero was out yeah. earlier this year. Yeah. I, I think he's a really good differential shout, and I think if I were ranked, 150k or 300k instead of where I'm at right now, I would probably go KDB over Hazard and then try to fucking
1: go insane on Chelsea defense. Yeah, totally. And just try and like differential rise a little bit. Yeah,
0: because that's a thing where I feel like that really minimizes the risk of not having. Hazard by going Kosta and double defense because you should be making some points up there with your differential plus the added bonus of having KDB who even though yes not terribly nailed could be nailed I don't know he might not be able to think he could rest him even Pep when Aguero's out because every game really is must win he's he's seeing that no game's easy so I don't know I still really like KDB a lot and I am still having an, in the back of my mind a little mind's eye towards doing Alexis, KDB, and Hazard on my own team, which we'll talk about later.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's such a crazy thing with Chelsea. We I feel like we haven't really seen this from an FPL team or for a real-life team in FPL in a long time because going into this week, Costa was the highest-owned player in general in fantasy, any position. Like 67% of forward... I mean, sixty-seven percent of the top ten K have him as their forward. Hazard, the highest midfielder. You know, their defenders are spread a little bit further out, and Courtois is still top five. But Costa and Hazard are both going up. <laughs> so, yeah, like next week, up. it's just going to be like seventy-five percent Costa and sixty-five percent Hazard. It's fucking crazy.
0: And even owning both is barely gonna be a differential. I'm sure that'll still be in like the thirty percent range. Yeah, and that's I mean, not even a
1: differential.
0: Yeah. Cost is going up with a flag on him and Hazard's going up with just the goal. It's really again, I think it's all about the Aguero funds released before where you don't before when you're questioning Alexis or Hazard, that's not a debate. And that's Alexis all day. I think he put that to bed for at least the near future, still playing out of position on Arsenal. Um but now that that's not a question and you can get both easily, then that's what everyone seems to be doing. So I don't know. Hazard's scary. Captaincy's going to be more that much more important now that a real true template's forming. And um, I don't know. I'm a little nervous about it, but we'll see.
1: I'm nervous about it too. I don't feel great right now even though my rank's okay and your rank's really good. I don't know. It feels like it feels weird right now. I don't know why. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, it, everything does feel a little bit strange, but we'll, we'll see. I, it's just been a few kind of teeter tottery weeks for us, I think, and it's we haven't had a really good differential come off for us on our squads. Or yeah, it's true. And this is the kind of thing with you think when <laughs> I got a fucking forty six pointer from my captain, I still get a red arrow. Yeah, that's, that's not so easy. Crazy. That's difficult to do, kind of. And it's every every player returned this week, and thank God we were on Hazard our Alexis captain because it really did buoy us. Because if not, we would oh have had big God. big reds. Huge if we captain, I mean, Kane. If we captain, I don't know.
1: <sighs> yeah, I think it was our biggest. I mean, it was second biggest captaincy I remember to Aguero's five goals last year. But it felt so much bigger because we both transferred in man this week. It's yeah. truly like the greatest transfer of all time.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. As much as owning Gundogan and watching my value tank is the worst transfer of all time, yeah. transferring Alexis, in. especially because it was really close to Kane, the Kane versus Alexis question.
1: Kane, yeah,
0: which now is not a question because Kane's in
1: for Aguero, obviously, but no longer a question. Yeah,
0: no, but yeah, let's let's move over to Arsenal. So Alexis is probably triple rising this week. It's hard to imagine there are going to be many teams in the top. Hundred K or just really active teams that are going to not have Alexis after that explosion, but I still have Walcott. He's just a shell of his former self, and their defense looks really shitty. Is there another person to invest in for Arsenal?
1: Hmm. I don't think so. Um, I don't see. I just don't. Yeah, I, don't I see can't.
0: It. Even though they have some good fixtures coming up, I can't imagine a rationale that. One of their premium six plus defenders is better than any other team that has a six million valued defense. Yeah, I would have Baines. Chelsea I would rather have Baines. Yeah, I'd rather, I'd have Baines. rather have Baines. Baines. Yeah, I'd
1: rather have Baines. Yeah, I don't think there's another Arsenal got on for all year. It was Walcott. I mean, Ozil's just such insanely bad value at nine six. It's just way, yeah. way, way yeah. too high. So way too expensive. He's not an option. And as you say, they haven't kept a clean sheet in a long time. I mean, they fucking ass fucked. Basel today in Champions League but still let up a late goal I don't know they do have that nice run and I think the way that we're approaching it is really the way to go which is just Alexis and probably capping Alexis for the majority of those games in the run but yeah I mean Homestoke I could see them keeping it clean maybe but at Everton at City after that I don't know it doesn't it doesn't feel like you're putting your money in the right place or in the right no. team when, Should like,
0: be a short list to go,
1: yeah, you can straight swap like any any of their as you said, six guys, six million guys, you can straight swap to like a Chelsea guy like that's just automatic
0: yep, oh. um let's move over to Liverpool because there's a little bit of an interesting one. Uh, how they would react after Phil died, and still no LaLana in the squad. They weren't too shy for goals. I mean, origi came in, but they obviously that game was insane, and they shipped a billion. But No Mata kills them, obviously. Yeah, No just so, destroys
1: the defense.
0: It makes Loverin back to bad Loverin. It's and weird, he's just, right? He's, he's like, yeah. Joel's he's, just so
1: calm and like good on the ball that it like really changes everything.
0: Yeah, but the midfield, Firmino, I think, had one of the worst statistical and watchable games he's had. Easily his worst game all season. Maybe one of the worst that he's ever started under Klopp.
1: Yeah, I, um, I would agree with Chan,
0: that. Chan, I'm a little worried about Chan. I was shouting Chan a little bit last week. I know we, we talked a little bit after the pod. I was thinking of doing on to Chan for a hit. Decided it wasn't great to do minus four on your fourth mid, who's a, probably a dick fuck anyway, but he obviously had that worldy. He was getting forward a lot. Do you think his positioning is going to be a little more shackled when Adam returns?
1: No, I, I really don't. I don't see it changing at all. Um, I think Lalana comes in for Wynaldum, and everything else is is pretty much exactly the same. And do, you think
0: there's, yeah. do you think there's a chance that Adam comes in for Phil and they go back 4-3-3 three, three, and they bench Origi? Because they lose a lot with Divac up there yeah, in terms of their it, pressing that, and that's his work rate. Is that a shout? Or yeah,
1: no? yeah, I would say that's a shout, but you also can't deny Origi's goal scoring. You know, He scored in three straight, sure. but sure. that's definitely a shout. I mean, it's not only no Kut, no Lallana, no Matip, but also like Sturridge injured at, he's been healthy for like, His longest time ever healthy And then like he dies right when we need him most It's just so shitty But no, I totally agree with you I mean, we just didn't look fluid I mean, we scored three goals in a game That you could argue we should have scored like one If it wasn't for like Boric mistakes You know, versus like there's other games earlier this year Like Southampton or whatever Where we scored zero goals When we probably should have scored three it was a really weird game. Like I don't think if you play that game over, we score three again. Um, we just didn't look good, and I think part of it also is Firmino's just not. He just wasn't 100% fit. I think mm-hmm. he was he was forcing himself to play because of all of the injuries, and we just would have been like such a second team if he wasn't in there. Right. Um, also, Mane getting pulled early for a little knock hurt the team a lot, but. Yeah. I don't know. We we texted with guest Jason a bit about it. Also, I just think move on. It's like one bad game, the only really like bad attacking game all year. Home hammers is still a potential like fucking thrashing. Um, so you gotta you gotta let it roll for one more and see what's up against against home West Ham. But yeah, if they're not looking good against that, also, I don't know. That's not good.
0: I'm- yeah, and then at boroughs a really tough fixture. Yeah, they have not good
1: attacking fixtures for an, a while after West Ham. The, der-
0: the Derby's are a pretty good attacking fixture, I would say.
1: Yeah, it's okay, but home Stoke, home City, Sunderland.
0: No, they're all fucking good, dude. I don't know Liverpool. It's like every la other la game la 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 for la la. the next
1: while. But I could, I think you could argue that it's not time anymore to double up. As like, no. you know, a no. month ago is like you're fucking sane if you're not doubling up. Yep. But, agree that, yeah, man. Mane going away January. Like, we pretty much have no other wingers on the entire team.
0: Um, yeah, you got like Ojo and some of those young fucks. Yeah, some young fucks.
1: On. But, like, it's weird. You know, Klopp like, loves pace and wingers, and we have one. But, um, mm. yeah, I don't know. We'll see you next week. I, I'd imagine it's the same lineup, just Lilana in for Genie. But, yeah. We'll okay. see. Yeah.
0: Okay. What else um, do you want to hit on?
1: Uh, we should talk What's about Ebra. Hey,
0: bro, what's up? I mean, I don't know. He's just fucking
1: titting. He's back. Like, as we said last week, his stats have never really dipped at all. He just wasn't finishing the chances that he was getting. And now he's scored in, like, 25 games straight. Like, he's just kind of under the radar because of how good Costa and Chelsea are and because of Kane's fixtures. He's kind of under the radar scoring every single week and has a really good run after the Spurs game. I just wonder, like, any thoughts about trying to bring him in or anything like that? Because there's not really anyone else in United that's an option. Uh,
0: they still were absolutely horrible against Everton. So I still don't think they're having good performances in the league. They they haven't won a game in a fucking ages. And, yeah, he's finishing. But the, the goal he scored at the weekend, for example, that was... A Stecklenburg nightmare. Yeah, that was such a yeah. He he didn't really have a single chance in the entire game. So, I'm not too or er- especially was surprising to me was that that was the first time he actually played what in my opinion is what the front four he should be playing every day with uh, Martial, McTarian and uh fucking oh, and who's the other fuck and Paul. And I don't know. They're just such a fucking nightmare and I, I like Ibra so much but I hate watching them and I don't want to watch them.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah.
0: being I'm probably just being not objective about it, but the, like you say they do have a really good run coming up, which is undeniable. But I think with Kane, he's a better shout um at least for the next few. Yeah. And then maybe there'll be a bigger question when Aguero returns, which of those guys were gonna fit in. I mean cost is a given. I still don't think it's tenable to have three of three premiums. They're all eleven million now basically. So picking two is the question, but then it really comes down to between Kane, Aguero, and Zlatan. So I think it's gonna be a lot of personal preference. I think there are gonna be a lot of teams that very do not very urgently rush to get Aguero back in which I think, honestly, at this point, I don't hate. He's had two straight reds. He's had two negative scores. Yeah, his overall point tally is high, and he's had those few double-digit games, but I don't know. He's He's been a fucking nightmare.
1: I don't know what the fuck his problem is with the red cards and shit. It's very unlike yeah. him.
0: Not, I, maybe this is just him now. He seems to be like petulant at the ends of these games when they're not going his way. He does something mad, and... He always has had this little streak in him, I yeah. feel like, in the in the past. But he's kind of gotten away with a couple of questionable things. But, I mean, the Reed elbow earlier this season was no no doubt. And, you know, clearly Reed got under his skin or whatever. You know, he's bad on the yeah. center. He has, ball game.
1: he has previous with Luis, with, too. Like yeah, people with Luis, were predicting this, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, Brazil, Argentina, shit. They've always had some problems. Luis had that challenge early that was not called by the ref. He probably didn't forget about that. But I think at 13 mil and then when he fucking fucks off for four games with a straight red, not only do you get it, it's worse than getting injured. You're getting negative points that week out of him as well. I think that he's being matched clearly by very by several other forwards in the game. He's yeah. not far and away number one. I mean, Costas obviously better than him right now. That's not a question. But between Kane and Zlatan, I think... You could very rationally argue either of them given the current form that they're in. Um, yeah, it's
1: going to be interesting when he comes back to see how yeah. we handle it. Because mm-hmm. um, especially you and I are like the biggest proponents of like obviously Aguero at all times. <laughs> um, and then he comes back, obviously fucking comes back for the Liverpool, Liverpool. game. We can't yeah. get lucky in that regard. Yeah, Someone yeah. was tweeting. Uh, this dude Johnny who always tweets was tweeting like, "Oh, luckily for you, he'll be like rusty and blah blah." I was like, "Dude, he doesn't get fucking rusty. Like yeah, he, he'll
0: he'll probably come in and embrace He
1: always comes in and embraces It's always like people don't get him in. I don't know. I, I still I want him, him in the that. future, we'll but, we'll but we'll as him far him as Ibra go, go. goes, like I have so much money in the bank. Even though I went to Kane, I still have like three million in the bank. Like I'm half thinking about after this week." finding a way to make Chaz Ibra for a little run. Yeah,
0: It's basically your banking points. You know that he's going to be scoring points.
1: Yeah, so yeah, I'm thinking about that as far as Ibra yeah. goes. I mean, he's no, stoning for it. fun.
0: No, he is. I don't mind that at all. I think he's definitely a good pick, but I still would put him in third place behind Costa and Kane right now. Yeah. Especially because of Kane's ownership just went through the roof, but yeah. after I mean after Kane has at home Burnley and and if Costa's still fi- if on still firing, I don't mind doing a lateral swap like that because he has a few tough fixtures up. up Kane does after that, yeah, and, at um,
1: Southampton, at Watford, home Chelsea, yeah, it's tough.
0: I don't know. Normally, I feel really comfortable owning Kane in fantasy the last couple of seasons, but I still think that he was incredibly lucky to get those points this past weekend. It's felt and like
1: that every week and Tottenham just haven't done. looked good and they just look like slow in possession and not creative at all. They're just getting like weird bounces and world goals and stuff. I don't know. I haven't been too impressed with Tottenham so far. Yeah,
0: they did look I think probably like second half after I guess Swansea properly gave up. They did yeah, look I mean, like that they was were back fucking... to all that but that was not really you can't they weren't playing reasonable Premier League opposition at that point. Yeah but that fucking ollie dive for that pen was oh, I couldn't. That was a difficult so thing So fucking watch.
1: annoying. I mean, luckily we got at that third Alexis goal Is the most offsides thing ever, so it kind yeah, of like balanced true. out. That's true.
0: That's true. He was very offsides.
1: <laughs> he was like 80 yards offsides, but made the, up for the it The linesman mailed it melded in. the, yeah, the sexiness was of that. In. Fake though, just exposing, Ugh. exposing Randolph. Yeah, he definitely did do that. Um, but on the on the striker tip, I mean, there's a lot of actual debate on who the best budget striker is because for a while it was pretty much like just Chaz and maybe Defoe. Now Defoe is second in points out of every forward, which is fucking crazy. And Origi is now an option. Ian Nacho is now an option. Benteke has been hot lately. Who do you like as a budget budget striker? And we as both have Chaz, pen- but it doesn't feel great.
0: The thing that... I still think that Chaz, with his pens in his locker and the run that they have forever, basically for three months, he's going to steadily tick, but... It's kind of hard to look past DeFoe. I just couldn't get past the stats when I was looking at it last week because I just brought yeah. Austin in. Yeah. DeFoe's stats are so much worse than Chaz's. Yeah, They're not, not remotely close. It's
1: not close at all. Yeah, but
0: DeFoe keeps slotting his one of two or three chances a game and every single game he's scored a goal, I think he's gotten... Nearly back, like so many bonus points. He's gotten so many bonus points for Sunderland because no one else on his entire team is remotely close to him for bonus points after he scores a goal because they're so bad. But I still think Benteke, I mean, he's still steadily been climbing up in the point totals too. Uh, he had pretty lucky lucky returns this weekend. I think he's <laughs> definitely a shout.
1: Elmer, yeah.
0: yeah, he's definitely a shout, but I don't see very many other names in there. I guess he yeah, Nacho's probably and
1: Ianacho. I mean like like we said Just, earlier, Origi scored totally... in three straight. He should be in theory nailed for the next while and then Mane goes to Afcon and Arigi should like, keep his spot, kind of, you know. Um,
0: I need to I need to see a little more from him. Yeah, plot, I mean, I trust.
1: don't I don't think he's a hundred percent nailed either. But people are bringing him in, and some people are are benefiting from that.
0: Yeah, no, I don't mind that as a little bit of a punt, but I still think that awesome. When you look at what he did for QPR two seasons ago, and he's definitely a little bit of an inconsistent guy, but he's gonna pop up with points, and I, I feel pretty comfortable owning him. He's still point eight cheaper than Defoe right now um but if i prob it's always chasing last week's points like austin scored 2 weeks ago didn't score last week defoe didn't score 2 weeks ago scored last week they they're both good
1: picks they're both good picks I think yeah the thing I with I think Nacho that i think is going to be really interesting is like i feel like he's shined in the role of like super sub like he comes on they need a goal or he comes on and it's like already 3-0 and he just adds to it but, like, I've been a little bit underwhelmed with him when he was starting for Aguero earlier in the season and stuff. So it would be interesting to see if he can, like, cement his position and tit on a team as good a City.
0: Yeah, that's one thing I am a little bit, with Kevin able to play false nine or even Nolito yeah. or something. Yeah. I don't know
1: how nailed he is. Kevin and Nolito they... just seem so much better to me. Yeah,
0: I do remember though I captained him and brought him in for that 10-pointer.
1: Earlier this oh, season, yeah. when he was home
0: Bournemouth. That was great.
1: That's
0: a good time. Um, I would probably, that's for that reason though, even still, Ionaccio, even worse, I think, than Origi because Ianacho is a literal four game shelf life. Origi could keep going for a little bit longer, but yeah. they're both theoretically nailed, and I don't want theoretically nailed anywhere near one of my three forward spots. So that's why I kind of don't really consider them.
1: Uh, you, you, wanted to, you wanted to talk about the Ox.
0: My God. I forgot about The Ox, dude! (sighs) I just, I don't know. I don't I think I changed my mind.
1: You don't want to talk about him?
0: What is he like? Who is he? What is he doing in the world?
1: (laughs) He's Kieran Gibbs.
0: It's the it's the most infuriating thing watching him. It's worse than watching Navas because he has more moments of like a great player in him. But Like Navas, you know, is just a hopeless piece of shit who needs to die and fuck off to Seville or something. But Ox has maybe 1 in 10 actions. That's something that not normal players wouldn't be able to do. You know what I mean? Like kind of like an incredible burst of pace goes around someone and slots a great through ball. But there are 9, at least, maybe not even 1 in 10. Maybe like 1 in 20. No, No, yeah, it's definitely
1: more than once a game.
0: Yeah, no, 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 yeah. Fair, but the vast, vast majority of the things that when you see him, it's I don't understand how he fucks so many simple things up. It's just it's infuriating. Kind of
1: comical. It's kind of like it's comical.
0: I don't know how many fucking times that he he gets the ball and there everything they're doing just stops. He either gives the ball away or sends in some ridiculous cross or makes ridiculous. Decisions. It was. A whole the whole game. It was yeah, ridiculous. even if
1: Nate is shitting on an Arsenal player, like he must be fucking bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, he's getting Nate on likes Lucas Perez. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the the latest recipient of a hat trick. Hat trick, God! Hat trick, God! Lucas Perez. <laughs> I mean, and then Chamber he scores that goal late. It's just I just want him to fucking die. He's a disaster. He's kind of like the him.
1: Barkley of wingers
0: yeah it's I like, like
1: everything he does is fucking bad, and then like a world and meanwhile out of nowhere he's
0: basically nailed into the England team, and then you look at someone like Zaha just because they're not playing on Arsenal, can't even get a call up for friendlies it's that those are the things like, who actually watching? a
1: thousand times better than him it's
0: it's not you can't even compare them, but it those are them like what is this who are is everyone watching it's the same so game? weird
1: how like Someone like Bale can start his career at fullback and then you know, work his way up. And Ox is just nailed as a winger. Like Work who, his way
0: back. Who Go didn't play make right him back. a
1: fullback? He's such a fullback.
0: He is Bellerin. If Bellerin was playing as a right winger, he would be doing the exact same thing. as Ox. They are the exact player, same player.
1: God, Arsenal have a lot of guys like that. Hmm. Not
0: Welbs. There's Welbs team sometime oh, soon. It's gonna God. be a Welbs team when love he comes Welbs. back. I miss I miss him so much.
1: Yeah, I love Welbs.
0: Uh, Ox, I don't know. I don't, don't want
1: to. Yeah, there's not much else to say. That upset.
0: That upset me. So what about Spurs with Eriksson and shit? I don't know. Is he a thing?
1: God, I don't think so. I mean, I that goal is really nice when he switched it to his left foot and and hit it like across the face of goal. That was that was nice. Yeah. Good job. The other one was a fucking joke. He yeah. didn't even know the ball was in the air, and he yeah. just like ran into fucking flat. Hit the back of his neck. That was like
0: the, a Neg- that was a negredo special.
1: Yeah, that was a, such a negredo goal. Wow, great shout! It was such a fucking joke, and he gets a goal for that. It was so annoying, and mm-hmm. I'm sure he's getting transferred in like mad. I don't know. I still kind of don't believe in him. Um,
0: At a premium slot, it's tough. There, son, there son to guys. me,
1: shown a lot more. I mean, like. I was saying last week, or maybe even the last two weeks, like I just wish he was nailed, and then he'd be by far my favorite option. And like he scores like a scissor kick worldie and gets an assist. Like he's just such a better, or not better, he's more consistent attacker than Eriksson or Ali, I think. And he plays. Erickson so gets like, so
0: many hockey assists. What? Eriksson gets so many hockey so assists. So
1: many, and he's just not.
0: He's he, not. A- He's he wants to
1: be Ozil so badly, but he's just no. not. He's yeah, like a link-up player. He's not like a through-ball, like assist player. He's just not even close.
0: No, I agree with that.
1: So I don't know. He's I like still don't Andy, really yeah. fucking want him, but yeah, I mean, the ta- in the in home ta- hole, home Burnley, they could easily score five again in either of those. Yeah. So it's still a shout, it's and fun. you're happy if you brought him in last week. So what the fuck do I know?
0: Yeah. No, no kidding. And there was some reasonable banter about bringing him in just because of the fixtures. Definitely, yeah. I, mean, yeah, I, I was mean, looking, I was looking a little more at Oli uh, than Erickson, but has he ever had a triple return in a game in his F, in his career?
1: Maybe not. At first burst? The thing that's really annoying is I would have brought him in if he was point one cheaper. I had, because you could have afforded yeah, it. Yeah, I could have done Gundo to him if he was point one cheaper, and I probably would have, and I would have been fucking. Flying.
0: <laughs> yeah, that would have been an insane swing, fifteen point swing. Yeah,
1: but um, um hmm.
0: I got really dark about that ox because I was I started remembering so much more about what I was watching in that moment. it was so fucking infuriated.
1: Yeah, let's let's skip ox. Let's do um uh, another thing that's definitely important, and we had a tweet in about it. It's just like kind of a PSA, kind of a strategy, overarching thing. Is like. There's three games. Starting on Saturday, there's three games in seven days, basically. So what what are the general strategies? Like, how should we use our free transfers? Is anything really different, or, like, what's the deal? I mean, it's kind of a crazy time.
0: I think you just need to make sure you have 14 players on your team, if not 15, and just play your good guys and hope they... Start and if they don't start and they're on the bench, that they don't get a cameo. I don't think you can really play around it. I'd say maybe with captaincy, you could be a little bit more mindful of it if you think there's even a small chance that someone might get rested. But um, I don't. I really don't think that there's a plan. Yeah, that, that makes have sense. Besides having players on your team. Yeah, I think
1: so too.
0: If, if you're in the luxury of having a decent fifth midfielder who's in the five million range, like Fur, Fair, whatever, or something like that. I wouldn't be in a rush to drop him to free up funds right now. I'd probably try and stick with a good fifth midfielder if you already own them, but probably don't have luxury transfers to do to bring someone like that in for your fifth midfielder if you have a shitty one. But
1: Yeah, yeah the only other th- thing I would add to that is, like you and I have been really, really hesitant on taking hits all year. Um, now's a really good time to be probably a little more conservative also because you're taking hits for guys who played in theory three days earlier, like no one's really nailed in this kind of fixture pile up, so you're just opening yourself up to like a potential nightmare.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's probably a good shot too, to just be a little bit more conservative with the point hits because even though you, someone maybe started two of the three first three games in the week and had a couple double digits. That doesn't mean that they're going to be able to play that third. And then you get a hit. That's even worse. Yeah. It snowballs.
1: Yeah, some people are are throwing out shouts of like bringing center backs over full backs for this period because they get rotated less. And I guess yeah, that's a thing. But I don't mind. I don't mind that. Yeah, I don't idea. mind that's, that. That's all. reasonable.
0: Yeah. If it's a fifty fifty, it's something like. If it's a point one or point two difference or something like Barragan versus Gibson or something, you know, maybe it's worth the extra point two to get the center back. But yeah, by and large, I'd say yeah, that's probably as drastic as I'd go.
1: Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Like Alderwild over Kyle Walker or something. If if Toby's deemed fit, maybe something like that. Even he's to- supposed to even uh, supposed to for tomorrow. Vert, vert,
0: oh vert, vert,
1: vert and Ernie. <laughs> Um, are we
0: supposed to play tomorrow in the Champions League game? Uh, yeah, I'm so i Fucking want him. I want a goal yeah, from I him. Yeah, I want so Toby. Badly. Yeah, I want Toby. I didn't. Too. I didn't own him last year for one game. Wow. And everyone else did and got all those goals and I want some points from him. Yeah,
1: I want points too. Well, what points are we talking points. about? We're kind of rambling today. I'm getting
0: a little sad.
1: Yeah, we're lacking the the pep, mm. energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are you sad? I
0: don't know. I'm a little pissed off at some of my guys. Yeah, and I now, some really our teams have been
1: under-fucking-performing. Under
0: fucking I've made some really bad transfers recently, and it's really fucking bothering me right now as I look at things.
1: Mm, bad transfers. Can't um, live with them, can't live without them, you know?
0: Let's let's move on to the weekend.
1: Yeah, so Captains, I have mine on Dogface right now.
0: Yeah, I'm either going to probably go Dog or Has. I don't think I'm going to stick on Alexis. I don't know, he just played... I, st- I might go back to
1: Alexa. Yeah, looking I, at he's Stoke. my bias right now. I definitely might go Alexis.
0: Stoke also. If if they're missing Shawcross, I think Bruno Martin's indie like broke his cheek or something. Yeah, he, he might not be. He up. might be out. Yeah. Cameron's out. Every fucking guy's out for them. So I might go back to Alexis. Just said, they, me. they've been
1: really. Yeah, tough. I
0: know. I yeah. know. That's I know. I know. But mm, West Brom, the new. Barcelona, West Brom. <laughs> that should be a should be some fucking goals in there for Chelsea. But Costos dog versus so safe. I know dog versus Hazard's fucking close to me though because it's a little home guy. So Hazard those.
1: Yeah, he does. I don't know. I'd always go Costa over pretty much anyone. <laughs> He's just the yeah. safest thing in the in the league this year. But yeah. I don't know. There's not that many others. I mean, I was looking at like a. Really, really punty shot of like Siggy. I have Home no. Sunday. I mean, I I wouldn't do it, but if you're ranked 300K, I wouldn't hate it. Um, but you're not capping like Chaz or Kane or Liverpool after their performance. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty much between those three, I feel like.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mane, maybe. West Ham. I don't know.
1: Yeah, you could do Mane, I guess.
0: It's it, but with with Chelsea's fixture and Alexis, it's yeah, it hard to see past. just right. doesn't yeah, feel right. it's hard like to see past it. any of them. You, I don't know. Do you think West Brom's going to go into Chelsea and Park old old school style?
1: Yeah, but well, it's I guess we matter. haven't seen Chelsea against the bus much. But no. hmm, I don't know.
0: That's going to be a really weird game. I mean, the, sure yeah, their
1: next five are going to be very, very challenging in a completely different way than the rest of their winning streak. <laughs> Because like West Brom, Sunderland, even like Bournemouth, Stoke are pretty much all going to like park, and they're capable of really frustrating the top teams. Palace, not so much, but too soon. But I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how they break teams down. Um, I feel like I think mostly- they're going to hammer
0: all those teams. I think West Brom's the only one that has the height and the old old mentality of Pulis to go seven or eight at the back, like a. 4-6-0 formation and I don't think Sunderland or Bournemouth or Stoke can, can do much yeah. like that they, they, I don't know
1: I kind of have a weird feeling about Bournemouth maybe it's because they're fresh off of fucking doing Liverpool and that was horrible but they were just so good in the midfield and so good at pressing Liverpool that and that's like how you kind of like that's like the formula to, to beat Chelsea a little bit not that anyone's actually beaten them but like you know, taught them and put them under a lot of pressure. And City were pretty much dominating them for 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. I just feel like they could do something, but yeah, Chelsea might just fucking wreck these teams. Who knows? Yeah, I think they're gonna do. I have a really, really good Chelsea gif made by our friend Cole, the guy who made the Gundo wagon gif. Are you when are you gonna unleash it? I'll post it like Thursday or Friday. It's okay. fucking incredible. I'll send Dude, it to
0: give you. Me a, yeah, where, you don't even tell me. Give me he sent
1: it to me like this afternoon. I'll I'll send it over. It's insanely good. I'm so excited about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, send me that shit, you fucker.
1: <laughs> um. So our teams. Um. <sighs> so I already did, we both already did Kuhn to Kane. It was just the most yeah. obvious thing ever. And Kuhn triple drop and Kane's probably triple rising. Um, so I'm sitting here with no more free transfers and I still have Gundo and I still have Kashelny, and I still have Kolarov. Um, and my, my gut right now is to just keep it and maybe take a hit next week. And it doesn't feel great, but, um, I don't know. I don't have anything I love in the cards for like a minus four. I'm not really inclined to take a minus eight right now. I am thinking about like as I mentioned earlier, like trying to turn Chaz into Ibra, which would be two transfers, which would be a minus four next week, something like that. Um, I don't know. What What are you doing? What do you think of my shit?
0: Um, it's hard. How much How you, much do you have in the bank?
1: I have like three or so.
0: Yeah, Gund- Gund- one's a real big problem. Two point uh, eight. He, play- he played today.
1: And- yeah, he played today. I mean, is, I, uh, I think and Koscielny are, like, equally as annoying because...
0: They're not keeping cleans. They're but, not
1: keeping cleans, and there's so much money, and they both should be Chelsea defenders, but I don't want to take, like, a minus eight and make them as Pill and Alonso, you know what I mean? I know.
0: But, I mean, at least Koscielny has a good fixture that's cleanable this weekend.
1: Yeah, so does of, but... Eh,
0: I don't know if any fixture's cleanable for them except for maybe Hol- home Burnley. Yeah. Home hole. Yeah. But I don't know. I think Gundawan's just he started today, he's probably not gonna start next next game at Leicester, probably back to Yaya and then you know, he'll probably play Sane, fucking Silva, KDB, everyone, they're all those fucks. So, yeah, no, I know. I don't see a short swap for you, though. My
1: two, my two other defenders right now. I'm starting kashelni Bas, Kolarov, but I also have Matip, Home, Hammers, and Amat, Home, Sunderland. You know,
0: Amat's never startable.
1: Ever. Amat and Matip and Kolarov aren't like <laughs> really. Matib,
0: you could you could start Matip to cover Gundogan. That's pretty good cover. That's I what thinking.
1: I'm saying. So like, even if yeah. he's benched if you take into account a minus 4 then starting Montip is just so much better even if Gundo doesn't play um, in yeah, terms but of the, like, yeah
0: the thing about it that it seems like right now is the first time all season that this has happened to my team particularly and i think you're experiencing the same thing is that there are too many hot spots on the team to keep pushing aside these little problems I mean I've already been pushing Gundogan aside for a couple of weeks in conservative nature and all he does is blank be a rotation risk and not get me points that I think it's it's time that if I can't hold my future plans to get possibly higher ceiling points players on my team yeah. um, to just keep pushing off these transfers And um, the, I mean the Aguero thing was completely unforeseen but everyone's in that boat
1: Totally. So, I mean, yeah, there are a lot of hot spots, as you say. Yeah,
0: I'm. Go- I cannot. So hard. At- I can't look at him again. I can't keep him in my team. I couldn't believe he fucking price dropped last night. If I knew he was in a drop last night, I would have transferred him out last night. But I think it's it is very conservative to keep him. But I'm I'm in a different position than you that I don't have a good coverage. I don't have good coverage for him. Yeah, with Matip and it might just be a better minus 4 to take next week or possibly get away with not using a minus 4 on that spot but it doesn't look like he's going to be returning anytime soon and he has to go so it's tough it's, it's tough, tough one. it's tough that's I, just
1: where i'm at right now it could change could, yeah it could easily change like I, it's hard to just keep money in the bank and shitty players in your team when yeah. they're just What's, minus 4 away from being potential festivals i just think like
0: in your midfield right now, you have Siggy, Gundogan, Firmino, Alexis, and Darun. Yeah. So you want to keep Siggy, obviously, and Alexis, but the Gundogan spot, and even to a lesser extent, maybe Firmino is a little questionable.
1: Yeah, I'm not worried about Firmino right now. I just think, okay. like, the analogy that I made to you after last week, I think, was just like, and someone else made this to me on Twitter a long time ago, it was just like, taking hits is kind of like, Uh, not going by the book in blackjack. You know, like, if you go by the book in blackjack, you'll do decently. You'll be close to, like, 50% even money. If you start just, like, hitting when you feel like it or holding when you feel like it instead of going by the book, you're probably just going to end up, unless you get insanely, unsustainably lucky, you're just going to fuck yourself. And that's kind of how I feel about hits. It's like, I had the greatest hit of all time with Los Sanchez last week, and it was amazing. And probably a difference of, like, 70,000 places overall rank or something. But to just keep taking hits, especially because there's no one, obviously, that I want for Gundo mm-hmm. for, like, 2.8, it just feels like I'm probably going to end up fucking myself over when, I don't know, I don't necessarily need to but yeah no it it doesn't feel good as you said like you're angry with a lot of guys in your team i feel the same way like there's mm-hmm. like four guys in my team that i just have no interest in owning but i have no freeze and just like can't do anything about it
0: yeah i i feel i feel what you're saying but i'm i'm, start, I'm starting to just be a little bit like it's it's just time because i'm yeah. sputtering it might a little just bit, be like, time yeah yeah, I'm sputtering a little bit. I've had a few weeks where I've barely been around average, and I think over the last three weeks I've kind of moved from like 14k to 18k, and I'm I'm not doing much. So yeah, on I mean, the other I'm,
1: side of the argument that I was just arguing for is like when you look at the overall stats of like the overall top 10k and their average score the average points deducted is always like around one, maybe a little bit below one. If you think about like yourself versus the overall, it seems a lot less daunting to me um, to like take a minus four. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. It averages that everyone normally will take some hits here and there throughout the season. It's just a matter of, like you said, if it's going to be a consistent thing taking hits, you're probably going to come out behind, but... Where I'm coming from thinking is that if I make a couple of measured hits at a couple of specific moments in the season, it could prevent me from, rather than continual a very slow and gradual decline, it could maybe even me out quicker and then give me more ability to have an upward trajectory because then I could make more impactful transfers on other players for bigger differentials or something like that. Totally. But
1: yeah, I just, don't, I just don't have a mid that I want. That's really the problem. Yeah. If so If that mid was there that I wanted for Gundo, then I'd fucking do it, or I'd be very close to doing it at least, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm going to definitely do Walcott to Hazard for minus four. That's going to probably happen after tomorrow's games because Hazard looks like he's about to rise soon. I know Walcott's got a good fixture, but I've had enough. I've seen enough out of him the last couple games to uh, to not have any qualms with getting rid, and yeah. I really just want to cover myself with Hazard. As discussed earlier, I was giving at least a little bit of thought in stack comparisons, to which KDB did come out pretty well ahead of Hazard to go KDB instead of Hazard, but I think it's just too much risk at this point where I'm ranked to to justify doing, especially Hazard's gonna be very highly capped this weekend too. Yeah, so I wanna definitely. at least own him even if I don't captain him. And then I re- I mean, Gunduan is just he's a fucking piece of shit. I can't it's been the wor- easily the worst transfer of my season. Oh, by um, yeah. far. I've lost point three on him. I've gotten maybe three points in six weeks or something like that out of him. So I think I'm going to just do him to Chan, and it'll leave me enough left in the bank to either do Fuchs to Alonzo next week for free, or take a hit and downgrade Fuchs to someone pretty cheap and do Firmino to KDB next week. Yeah. Yeah. So him that to would kind of is
1: a real fucking shout. Yeah. I
0: I do feel like I am chasing last week's points to an extent and he's obviously but his not. The stats gonna, are good. The stats are good. I'm not sure I'm still a little bit nervous about what Lalana's introduction to the team's gonna be, because yeah. I'm just a little nervous Is when all of them covers them a little bit more, Lana gets forward a lot. I don't know if Chan's gonna kinda have to be a little bit more middle of the park, but he still creates some chances. I think at his price he's not gonna be going down anytime soon, hopefully.
1: Chan says
0: it? <laughs> 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 and to boot, then this is why I was considering him last week, was he had Bournemouth and then West Ham, so I'm thinking that those are two fixtures where he should be able to comfortably make up the points hit. So I already lost one of those. At Burroughs, is not a good fixture, but I've got to hope maybe he'll get, if he gets an assist, get an assist then I'm going to come, come out even, if he just gets an assist, because I'm thinking Gundogan's on a one point with a cameo. Yeah, I so, think that's
1: fair. There's also Phillips is is around there yeah, too. But that's the
0: thing is I wanted. It, oh, it also I don't think there's enough in it for the point five that it would prevent me from doing something like Fuchs to Alonso next week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So freeing freeing the point five also is very significant for me moving forward.
1: yeah, So that's I think
0: fair. I think I'm going to be on for a minus eight this week. Wow. Yeah. So I went from no hits all year
1: to minus high. eight. Minus eight. Mini, mini wild card.
0: Uh, it, it doesn't feel good. And if, if I come away next week at maybe like 25K, if I drop something like 7K next week off of minus eight, I'd be really happy. Yeah. But then it would also allow me to be able to make my one or maybe take another hit next week. And then I'll feel so happy with my team
1: for. Yeah. Totally. The
0: near term. So that's what I'm looking at. That's, I think it is very much of a hold what I have and hate my players. I could easily just not do anything. Start Walcott, great fixture, you know. Hope Gundwan starts. If not, I would get Darun off the bench, is probably on for a two pointer. You know, I, those, totally. they just, yeah, yeah. I want to go for some ceiling plays I haven't done all year. And I don't know. I need to I need to get rid of some guys I hit. I think it's just time for me to do that. Yeah,
1: it's a, one of the things that I think also makes it really hard this week for you and I, especially. And we should wrap up soon. Is there's so few teams with like good good runs right now? You know, like we're yeah. fresh off of like several like five or six teams who are like you know mid table decent teams, like Stoke and like fucking Watford and shit. Where like there are a bunch of you know, cheap options that we could get with reasonable fixtures. Even if some of them didn't pay off, it still felt good to bring them in. Whereas, like, now, like, the teams with the good fixtures are, like, Chelsea and Arsenal. And, like, other than that, it's, like, bottom, bottom table. So it's, like, all of those, like, mid-range guys, like, you know, Arnie or... Uh, you know a West Brom guy, Phillips or Chadley or whatever. Like they just have nightmare fixtures, and it's like doesn't really feel like an option.
0: Yeah, you so. also have Siggy there.
1: Yeah, well yeah. I have money. No,
0: yeah, but no, I agree with you. I think the difference between anyone who's seven million to five million in midfield is basically none. And if you can't get into the premium bracket, outside of maybe Siggy and I guess Pedro even now has his warts. After being subbed off so early, there are really not a lot of those kind of mid price mids who look like value at this point, which makes it tough. And that's also why I feel like Chan's just as good as anyone. Yeah. 4 9 is so cheap, and
1: yeah, and you just, you need to Liverpool to bounce back a little bit. Home West Ham's a perfect game to do it.
0: I mean, he did just come off a double return. He scored a world, and he's getting forward. He's creating chances. of weird. I don't know. I don't love him, and I don't think it's a fantastic transfer. I just think it's something that could get me by for you a few you games. Your, yeah, yeah. yeah with a with a new face and a new friend, and I don't know. And he has great Gundogan, hair and
1: shit.
0: Man, I Do Gundo one. Oh god, it's just been
1: terrible. Gundo wagon. Terrible. <laughs> All right. Check Understand us out things. at fmlfpl.com, follow on Twitter at fmlpl, email us at fmlpl at gmail.com, join our lead like Facebook, Reddit Twitter.